Talk radio has made people lack confidence in a lot of our existing institutions. The best place to get real information is the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Here. Why are you here today? I don't watch the news. The birthplace of talk radio. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Back up, you creep. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. OMG, I didn't think everyone would be here today. As I did hear, there was a single winner of the three quarters of a billion dollar lottery ticket, and I can only assume it was one Marshall Phillips. But Marshall is here at work, even with all those winnings. That shows his dedication to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Indeed. Live from Studio C, a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, on a Thursday, we are under the tutelage of our general manager, whoever the ESPN executive is who pulled Robert Lee off of the football broadcast. That should be our general manager. It's very few things that we can come together on as a people in America now. But everybody seems to have come together in the, in the realization that that was a stupid, stupid decision by ESPN. There's a poll out that says 94% of Americans think that was a dumb thing for ESPN to do. 94%! You can't get 94% to agree on puppies are cute. But 94% of people agree that it was moronic for ESPN to pull a guy named Rob Lee off of a football broadcast. Because it might invoke the Civil War. <laughs> the other 6% were trolling. Yeah, exactly. The other 6% are trolling. God, that is so hilarious. Nice decision, executive. God dang it. Some of the dumb decisions that people make high up in corporations in an effort for PR is absolutely amazing. They should ask Joe and I. They should run these things by Joe and I. Is this going to make me look better or worse? No, this is going to make you look way worse. <laughs> Way worse, dude. Or ma'am. Oh, Don't do it. It's moronic. Anyway, I find that hilarious. Hilarious. And it's gotten got a gazillion times more attention than any funny meme that somebody would have put together and put out there over, over a uh, broadcaster named Rob Lee broadcasting a football game in Charlottesville. Yes. Anyway, what are we going to do today? Study the world! Study the world? I'm now paying somebody else to study the world. <laughs> study the world? With your lottery winnings, you can now afford to pay people to study the world. Yeah. You don't need to do that. Right. 
One winner. Yes. One ticket winner. What are the odds of that? We'll have uh, more on that uh, whole story in a little bit, including a story on how not only is winning the lottery tend to ruin people's lives, uh, if your neighbor wins the lottery, it ruins your life, too, according to a new wow. study, which is interesting. Okay. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michael Lange- hmm? Michelangelo. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I get the gist of it. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, and pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing good. I was just reading. I, I'm trying to decide whether or not I want to cough up $100 to see this Floyd Mayweather, you know, Conor McGregor, you know, bout on Saturday night. Uh-huh. Fight of the century, you know. Yeah, it's just I, I, I could see this thing, honestly, either going one round or I could see them just dancing around the ring just uh you know, say that they went 10 rounds and to put on some sort of show. I, I almost feel like this it may not even be a real sporting event. It's just almost like a WWE type of thing, you know? Yeah, I don't want to get sucked into sports talk for people who don't care, but uh, I remember last time this scumbag Mayweather fought, and it was the fight of the century. Can you have a fight of the century every couple of years? Does oh, that sure. make any sense? Sure. According to modern media, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> but uh, I was committed to not watching just because he's such a scumbag. He's an actually a bad person. A bad human being. And then it got to be Saturday night, right. and it's, I kept seeing more hype about all the stars that were there, and uh, how it was the biggest right, um, yeah. celebrity event that had ever been and everything, and I thought, i got to do it. It's so easy I, on Thursday morning, yep, but yep. come Saturday evening, about 6, 7 o'clock, then you, <laughs> yeah, that's when they get me. Exactly. Uh, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Had a, uh, a great lunch yesterday with my dad. We went to oh. uh, this old-timey... Burger Shack. I mean, it is, and it is a Burger Shack. It seats maybe about eight people at the at the counter. That's all the room they have. <laughs> There's no more room. Uh, it's been in existence since the the '60s. It's actually something that my dad used to go to with his old uh, high school and college buddies with, and he hadn't been there in decades. And he said, "Hey, let's uh let's go check this place out." And we went down there, had some good old fashioned burgers. They cooked them up right on the grill in front of you. Very. It could have just been you know from any place USA in the you know mid '60s or '70s. Love that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, it was it was great. Really enjoyed it. And hanging out with that is always a good thing. Um, there is Vincent, our senior executive producer. How are you, Vincent? I would like to do an impression of myself, of my brain yesterday when uh, I was on the freeway at 10 a.m., usually traffic-free, and I'm usually doing 70, 75, maybe 80 if I'm lucky. But yesterday I was doing 50, 55 for whatever reason, so this is uh, an impression of my brain yesterday. Go! Go! <laughs> To the person in front of you? Everyone. <laughs> my my thing is, when I'm behind somebody that's driving like 60 on the freeway, I want to get up next to them, and I want to look at them, and I want to try to figure out what their lives are like. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've never in my life, like if you got open road, and it's different, you're stuck in traffic, obviously, right. you go over, but you got open road in front of you, and you're driving well below the speed limit. I've never done it once in my life. Ever, for any reason. I can't imagine why you would do it. So when I'm behind somebody like that, I always want to pull up next to him and look at him and say, what is your deal? You, 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 you point and you glare. You son of a... What the heck? And, well, and the, 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 but the big thing is, if you want to go 55, 60, stay in your lane. Stay in the right lane. Don't drift to the second or third or fourth. 
I, savage. I don't point and glare because those people generally have both hands on the steering wheel. They're sitting up really close to it and staring straight ahead right, like they're right. scared to death that they're driving. <laughs> and they're completely unaware, yeah. I guess, that they're holding up all this traffic. Do you ever look in your mirror? Do you realize in front of you there are zero cars? If you look in their mirror, there are cars from miles behind you. All because of you, you a-hole. That's a speed <laughs> limit, not a speed minimum. I'm being very safe and precautious. A car is a weapon, you see. <laughs> and when you're on a like a, a small road or freeway, two lane or whatever, that a, a, a slow car can impact traffic oh, sure. for so oh, much oh, for sure. miles. And they're always the sort of person that that it's clear they have no idea they're doing that. Yeah. It's wild. Uh, there's Marshall Phillips, who I you guys should have left earlier. <laughs> That's a good voice of the kind of person who drives like right. that. That's an excellent voice. I assume Marshall won the lottery, but he is here. How are you this morning, Marshall? Phillips? i got to tell you something. This has never happened before. Never happened before. Lottery officials announced the wrong location where the Powerball jackpot was sold. It was not sold in Watertown, Massachusetts. They now say it was sold in Chicopee, Massachusetts. <laughs> now, how does this affect the world? Well, I, uh, that they if you can't trust the lotto officials. <laughs> I'm hoping now, now, gentlemen, if they can get the very location where the one seven hundred and fifty-eight million dollar ticket was sold, who's to say they didn't get okay. some of the numbers wrong? So you're right. You still have a chance. I yeah. don't play the lottery, so now I'm getting it. Among those of you who play the lottery, you think yeah. this throws the whole thing up in the air? It's redraw. <laughs> The whole thing is suspect. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I will tell you this. Make sure you check your numbers. You may not have won the big prize, but there were uh, a whole bunch of tickets that were sold that are worth $2 million apiece. 34 other tickets worth $1 million apiece. So check your numbers. You know who I really feel sorry for? The owner of the store that the hurricane, lottery officials... Hur- hurricane victims? No, no. The owner of the store that the officials said... This is the store where the oh, yeah. winning ticket was sold. Because they get paid, right? Yes. They, oh, yeah, they get big dough. <laughs> I think the, the right amount to win with the lottery would be a couple of million dollars. I think unless you're a real moron, you could keep from ruining your life. I'll take it. Me huh? too. Me too. That sounds good to me. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. You're, you, you can't go crazy with that amount of money. Now, a lot of people would. Like, uh, sports stars do it every year. They sign a couple million dollar right. contract, buy a giant house, a couple of cars. That's all their money. They never make any more, and they're broke. But uh, with any sense in your head, your lifestyle would improve some. Mm-hmm. You yes. would, you wouldn't have to worry about money. Right. But you're no, you don't have a private plane. You're not you're not getting crazy like that. You're right. probably you're not divorcing your spouse just because of what. But you win that giant prize, and almost everybody ruins their lives. Almost everyone. Boy. Can you imagine seven hundred fifty-eight million dollars? Now uh, that's you know. It, you take it, the lump sum, you're still going to get about a half a billion dollars. Four hundred and thirty-two mil. That's a tremendous amount yes. of money. That's ruin your life money. Your yeah. your all your relationships with yeah. your friends, your family, and they will never be the same. Right. Screw them. My life might be ruined, but my yacht is fantastic. <laughs> Screw them. <laughs> I'll rent new friends. Exactly. Right. I'll have new, better-looking people that want to yes. hang around with me and agree with everything I say and laugh at every joke I make. Indeed. And that's what I'm looking for. Right. Now let's go get on my yacht. <laughs> these assholes in their fucking yachts! Exactly. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is a Thursday, August the 24th, the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Joe is still on the uh, another part of the country, taking his youngest off to college. And um, tomorrow we're taking the day off. And then Monday it's back to full-on 
nose to the grindstone, Congress comes back, kids are back in school, yep. vacations are over, everybody's here for a long time, the world gets serious again, which I'm not really looking forward to. It wasn't much of a summer for getting away from serious with a variety of scandals, but anyway, let's begin the show at Mark. And when it's all said and done, you know what? I'm going to feel a little bit sad because you should have all kept your mouth shut. You should have left me over on that other game that I'm from, that more ruthless game where we bounce heads off the canvas and drill them into the floor. You should have left me where I was because because this man is not on my level. He's not even a quarter of the man I am. There you go. That's the Irishman talking trash. You should keep your mouth shoot. Shoot? Keep your shoot. Mouth. Keep your mouth shoot. Stay away from my lucky charms. <laughs> I'm magically ferocious. <laughs> Say that to his face. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Trump turning on a dime, calling for unity and love, and then come the morning tweets. Speaker Ryan challenging the president's border wall plans, and you've been asking for it over and over again. A new coffee study. We have one for you. The latest you can drink coffee without it ruining your sleep. Oh, really? Coming up, 635 Armstrong again. Yeah, I got lots of... I know people that cut it off at noon, people that cut it off at 3, people... Yeah, everybody's got a cutoff for the caffeine. Me, I drink it pretty much clear up till bedtime. Um, so... We got a number of things we got to catch up on. The president has uh, his most hilarious tweet, I think, ever. <laughs> He's tweeted eight times this morning. Oh, so really? Far. Yeah. So he is fired up. Oh, yeah. Including uh, a quite funny uh, eclipse tweet. Yeah, his retweet. eclipse tweet is about as funny as anything as he's put out there. And just, well, it is what it is. Also, um, so my youngest uh, started the first day of school ever in his life, kindergarten yesterday. He freaked out before he was supposed to go in, crying, running around. Took a long time to get him in. We found out later in the day what caused this, and it's pretty interesting. Among things coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. So Jack believes in lotto socialism, says one texter. I have always thought, I don't know how many people who play the lottery, if any of them would agree with me. I've always thought the lottery should be set up that it goes in like $5 million increments. And every time it gets above five, then you have another winner. So instead of saying uh, you have a $100 million prize, you have uh, $25 million prizes. Because I think five million is the perfect amount to win the lottery. You, you keep about two and a half, wouldn't ruin your life. You're comfortable. You don't have any worries anymore. But what, you, what about my yacht? And you'd have. You're not going to have a yacht. You're not going to have a personal plane. Gosh. But you're not going to worry about money ever again in your What's life. What's the point? Or, or have to work if you don't want to. Get a kayak. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just think it'd be more awesome to have a, a, a you know twenty people like that than one rich person. But. I get. Does that make me a socialist, or I don't know, or or just not greedy? Yes, yes, Michael. No, about like ten thousand people that win a thousand dollars each. Well, I don't know. That's not enough. I mean, the, yeah, that's not enough to get me into a convenience store. <laughs> it takes more than that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. That might be cutting it too thin. Um, uh, there's one more thing I want to hit you with before I get to my main point. Uh, a lot of people uh, just expressing their anger over the people who drive uh, slow on the freeway and hold up traffic. Uh, yeah, it's just it's inc- it's crazy. Do they ever give out tickets for that ever? 
I don't think they do. In theory, you can. I know in theory you can, but I don't know if they ever do. I don't know if they ever pull over somebody for going 60. Well, it's not against the law to go 60, I don't know. No, it'd have to be like 45 or something really but egregious. You, you are holding up traffic for everyone going to work if you're driving 60 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. There's, oh, this rapper. I wanted to hit this story real quick. So there's this rapper called, uh, and pardon the language, gentlemen, some uh, uh, listeners, uh, some some rappers, well, some artists just have unfortunate names. And this, this rapper's name is uh, Joey Badass. And the ass, the two S's are dollar signs. So that's the name of this rapper. Mm, seems to have a fondness for money. But uh, anyway, he mentioned the other day that he was going to stare at the solar eclipse without glasses on. <laughs> and now he is, without ex- exclamation, canceled his next three events. Oh, no. His next three concerts. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he said on stage, am I crazy for watching the eclipse today with no glasses? I've sun gazed before and afterwards saw colors for a whole day. I didn't die, though. So he regularly stares at the sun and then enjoys the colors that he sees all day long. He continued, this ain't the first solar eclipse, and I'm pretty sure our ancestors ain't have no fancy eyewear, and I'm pretty sure they ain't all go blind. You pretty sure about that? (laughs) Badass then stared at the solar eclipse, apparently, and uh, then his uh, people announced, due to unforeseen circumstances, the Unforeseen. Ooh. My Cleveland, Chicago, and Toronto shows have been canceled. So there's a decent chance that the rapper stared at the sun, has gone blind, and is trying to figure out how to deal with that. (laughs) Now he's got a new gimmick. Awesome. Maybe he can change badass to dumbass. I'm Jack Armstrong. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's no Neil deGrasse Tyson. So um, I can't wait for Marshall's news because there's eight uh, Trump tweets and then a James Clapper tweet, right? Correct. He's the guy, a former... um, DNI, Director of National Intelligence, that came out yesterday and, and and hinted at but didn't have the guts to say he thinks the president is mentally uh, unfit to be president. So more on that coming up in just a second. So yesterday, first day of school for, for my family, and I know school's been starting staggered all around. Some of you started last week. A lot of you starting this week. And if you got kids, it's a, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal for the adults because your, your whole schedule changes. On one hand, your kids are at school, so you have a little more free time. On the other hand, now you're driving people around and have things to be at and all this stuff again, and your, your schedules get thrown up in the air. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I got somebody who's starting second grade, who's uh, very outgoing and uh, socially at ease and uh, just he loves school. So um, he was excited and pretty easy. Then I got a younger kid, first day of school ever, kindergarten, and um, he's uh, he's more like me. Crowds and people make him a little crazy. And um, and was pretty unsure of going and everything like that. So we were worried about how that was going to go. And um, he he went berserko right when school started yesterday and, and running around and screaming he didn't want to go. And my w- wife had a really hard time trying to calm him down and had to take him into a quiet classroom and all this sort of stuff. Finally, he went. Everything seemed to be fine. So then later he mentions... And we find out on the way to school. And my, my wife said, I don't understand what happened. He was all smiling and happy when he got in the car. And then when we got there, he freaked out. His older brother, this is what older brothers do. I didn't do this. My younger brother, who is an older brother to our youngest brother, did this sort of thing regularly. But his older brother told him, now, if you don't follow any of the rules in kindergarten, they send you to boarding school where all the ugly boys and girls go. (laughs) 
An ugly boy in school. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, that's even worse. <laughs> so had told him that if you make any mistakes in kindergarten, like if you know you make any mistakes at all in following the rules, you get sent off to a different school. Uh, and told man. him that right before school started, oh, and he freaked out. Freaked out. He was so scared about that happening, and we didn't find that out until last night. And he said that's the reason he went. He couldn't go in and was so frightened and screaming and crying and everything. So thanks for that one. Oh. <laughs> Well, how do you approach that as a did, did you say something to the older? Oh, yeah, we talked about it last night. He said it was just a joke, <laughs> you know, which I understand, but. I mean, he's not wrong. It was a joke. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, it was a joke, but it's, uh, you know. <sighs> yeah, I could say, uh, hey, they, a doctor just called me, Michael. They got me by mistake, and they said you have cancer in a week to live. I mean, that's a joke, but. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a very. very funny. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just, it's cruelty. It's also mostly cruelty. And, uh, you know, I don't know. So it's a, it's, it's a teachable moment is what it is. But uh, so anyway, it was good to figure out what would happen because then we straightened out the whole boarding school situation. And, and <laughs> there aren't really board, boarding schools for ugly boys and girls. No, that seems <laughs> like a very hard thing to pull off these days. Yeah, should, yeah. Maybe there should be. <laughs> in, the, in the year 2017, it'd be hard to imagine we would have schools where we separate people out based on how attractive they are. So after that initial hiccup, did he, uh, did he continue on with his day of school? And did he, did he enjoy it? I'm always curious how and, those new experiences yeah, go. I, it's hard to tell, but he walked out. He said he hated it and all oh. that sort of stuff. Um, I hated every day of school my whole life, though. And it wasn't until I got older that I realized there are people that like school. That just seemed like completely... My, all my nieces loved school. From day one all the way through, loved it. I know lots of people who like school. I had no idea anybody could possibly, because I hated it my whole life. And I think a lot of it was the social thing. It's just I'm so socially uncomfortable, like my youngest is. And that, that you know, that plays a big role if you're uncomfortable in all those situations. But <laughs> it doesn't help to have somebody telling you, uh, you know, stories like that. Especially somebody who you would assume is, is yeah. a trusted ally. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what we, that's what we said. We said, you, well, why did you believe that? Because he's my big brother and he knows things, he said. <laughs> Yeah, he knows how to, you know, yank your chain, press your buttons. Um, but a lot of kids came out looking pretty happy, and some kids came out looking scared. He yelled at one time, so he's in the school. He was okay when he first, we got there early, thought it would be a good idea, and then the, the room's starting to fill up with parents and kids just getting louder and louder and louder. And if you're not a people person like I am, you're in a room getting more and more full and louder and louder, and you start to get a little anxious and upset. But anyway, at some point he screams, I'm effing out of here, and runs wow. out the door. <laughs> I'm off to that boarding school. <laughs> I respect the decisiveness. I am effing out of here. Out the door he went. <laughs> this is just getting too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. So I think the only way to fix that good parenting would be for me to tell his older brother some sort of apocryphal tale that scares the hell out of him. <laughs> no, you sent him to the ugly person boarding school. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the punishment. Wow. For lying to your sibling. <laughs> Uh, so Marshall's got his news coming up. Trump with his funniest tweet ever. I haven't uh, I haven't heard the other seven from today. This is really catching on. USA Today front page. I think it's completely irresponsible. Talk of Trump's mental health spreads. This has become a thing among certain people to question whether or not he's mentally competent currently. And uh, we'll talk about that on the way too. Stay tuned with the Armstrong and Getty Show.
We have a new world's worst humanitarian crisis. Good morning, everybody. It's no longer Syria. What is the worst humanitarian crisis in the world? We'll have that joyful story for you coming up. We got a bunch of texts about the rapper who calls himself Badass. The two S's are dollar signs. Who stared at the eclipse and has now canceled three shows. His name should be changed, according to our texters, to either Blind Ass, Bad Eyes, which is pretty good, too. Still with the S as a dollar sign. Yeah. yeah. Or just Little Blindy or Little Blindo. <laughs> little Blindy. Uh. <laughs> no, Vincent, too much. Okay. Let's get the news now with Marsha Velos. Well, during his appearance at the American Legion Conference in Nevada, President Trump called for patriotism and national healing while he praised veterans. Wire services calling the move a stark contrast from his rally Tuesday night in Phoenix, where he opened his remarks with talks of unity, but then tore into the media and members of his own party. Going now, to- I've got to interrupt at this point. This is what's bothering me about this narrative. Okay, this is the story for the last 48, 72 hours. Right. Lots of news organizations putting up a clip of Trump doing the teleprompter calm speech, Trump doing the rally, talking about how, what is going on here? Two different presidents. He's clearly crazy. If I were a more ambitious man, yes, I would take them time. It would be easy to do to come up with clips of Barack Obama one day talking to a teleprompter and saying, and we need in this country unity for us all to work together. And the next day at a rally, I guarantee you saying, and they want to keep you down. They don't care about you. They don't want good jobs for you and the crowd going wild. And I could say, are these two different men or is he crazy? Here he is talking about coming together, but here he is being divisive. Here he is being calm and quiet. Here he is yelling into the microphone. This is what politicians do. This is a fake news story. This morning, the president followed up on the earlier take from the wire services. Vincent Nicholas, official Trump tweet reader. The fake news is now complaining about my different types of back-to-back speeches. Well, there was Afghanistan, somber. The big rally, enthusiastic, dynamic, and fun. And the American Legion VA, respectful and strong. Too bad the Dems have no one who can change tones! (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh. hilarious. But I'm telling you, I'm right. And I've noticed this since I was a kid. It always seems strange to me. State of the Union Address is a good example. Every president, and I can come up with a clip of Clinton, Bush, Obama especially, and Trump. State of the Union Address, they're up there talking about unity, calm tones. The next day, they always hit the road. They're in front of their own crowd, screaming and yelling into the mic, and not sounding healing at all. This is what presidents do, or politicians. At that American Legion conference, Trump did sign the Veterans Appeals Improvement and Modernization Act. This is aimed at streamlining the appeals process when it comes to disability benefit requests for veterans. They will receive timely updates, and they will get decisions much more quickly in a fraction of the time. Vincent Nicholas, official Trump tweet reader with the president's follow-up this morning on that one. I requested that Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan tie the debt ceiling legislation into the popular VA bill, just which just passed, for easy approval. They didn't do it, so now we have a big deal with Dems holding them up, as usual, on debt ceiling approval. Could have been so easy. Now a mess! And then the president went after former National Security Director James Clapper for questioning the president's mental health. Once again, Vincent Nicholas. James Clapper, who famously got caught lying to Congress, is now an authority on Donald Trump. Will he show you his beautiful letter to me? So, that was one of those, he's hinting there's a letter from Clapper 
Probably, saying nice things. Probably yeah. praising him to the skies. And He's a great leader and a wonderful man. Is Clapper going to come out at some point today and say, I've never sent a letter to the president? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, those... I do think, I thought, the, one thing, I thought the yeah. Clapper story would be bigger yesterday than it ended up yeah. being. Two, I, I, I still think it was a cowardly move. He kind of hints at things right. and didn't follow up. If he, as a guy uh, with as big a role in the government as he had, if he believes the president's unstable... And he's worried about the president of the United States starting a nuclear war. He should hold a press conference and say, I believe, from my knowledge of this man, that he's a danger to society. Take questions and fully put it out there. Instead of just kind of hint at it with Don Lemon and maybe this, maybe that. I think that's really cowardly and weak. Well, USA Today is the only publication uh, or any any follow-up I've seen to those comments, really. The USA Today story this morning. Now, here is some news you can really use. It deals with the latest you can drink coffee without ruining your sleep. Nutritionists are recommending you lay off caffeine six to eight hours before bedtime. And if you happen to be a person sensitive to caffeine, you should aim to have your last coffee 10 to 12 hours before bed. 10 to 12 hours before you lie So if you, you go to down. bed at 10 at night, you should stop at noon. Yeah. I think a lot of people do stop around then, but... I don't know. There's that 3 or 4 o'clock, you know. I think I could use a little jolt. Oh, I, I do that. Yeah. My key to the whole thing is to be so tired all the time that you can <laughs> sleep through anything. Right. Get three hours of cons- uh, three hours of consecutive sleep most of the time, and you will be able to drift off exactly. easily. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. Here Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. we got to tell you about the funniest Trump tweet that he's ever tweeted. It's a visual, so we'll have to explain it and send you to the website to see it, but it's pretty funny. Um... Got some guests coming up later. Yeah, that whole debt ceiling thing. So now it's sounding like the president's wanting to get past it fairly easily. I thought maybe he was going to use that as a bargaining chip. I don't know. We'll, we'll get a reporter on about that. I certainly thought that was going to be a big deal. And I've got that. We have a new worst humanitarian crisis story in the world. Jeez, there's some ugly places in the world. Wherever you're listening to us today, be thankful you live there. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Walmart and Google are teaming up. Marshall had this story uh, yesterday, a little bit of it. Walmart and Google are plotting to change your shopping habits, and they're taking on, of course, the world juggernaut that is Amazon. I'll be interested to hear what their idea is, and we're going to talk to a Washington Post business reporter in about a half hour or so about that. It's kind of an exciting time to be a consumer as... uh, uh, Mega heavyweights are out there battling to make it the most convenient cheapest for you to use them and uh currently we're uh, we're amazon people my wife and i we're we're amazon prime amazon pantry with boxes coming to our house every day and um so we get all our groceries and that sort of stuff it's pretty dang handy depends on where you live but we get our stuff fast um got this text from somebody who said they just saw a no yeah license plate personal license plate which is a uh, clutter so, yeah, no is still open, Vincent, if you want that. <laughs> um, so one thing I wanted to do today, but never really followed through on, because that's that's what I do, not follow through on things. Um, it's kind of my specialty. Uh, all this talk about whether or not uh, Trump's crazy. People don't use the C word, but that's what they mean. Did, did, is, is Trump crazy? 
And uh, I thought we should get on a mental professional to talk a little bit about that, the likelihood or the not likelihood. And then I and I thought a little bit about it. How in the world would you find somebody who's going to be an honest broker on that? It'd be so difficult because I see on the cable news channels, you can find mental health professionals that also hate Donald Trump and are going <laughs> to try to convince you he is crazy. Or you can find mental health professionals that like Donald Trump and are convinced you he's not crazy. Um, if, if you're in the mental health profession and you can at least try to make some sort of scientific comment on that, on our text line, 415-295-KFTC, 415-295-KFTC. I think USA Today's front page, top of the fold story, talk of Trump's mental health spreads is, uh, uh, is overdoing it. I think it really is overdoing it. And um, they just feel like that's uh, a politically a safe thing to do. Uh, but it's 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 pretty out there. Well, this has been an ongoing narrative. Oh, that yeah. He's oh, yeah. up late and yelling and ranting and raving at the TV all the time. So was LBJ. So was Nixon. Were they crazy? Um, the, the speech thing, I already explained that. You could come up with easy examples of Barack Obama. Uh, calm and measured and unifying uh, in front of a teleprompter and then, you know, firing up a crowd and talking about how the evil Republicans are out to ruin your lives the next day. And that's just that's just what the politics is. So th- that look at these. Two, how can this be the same person? He's clearly crazy. That's ridiculous. That's dumb. Now you can think some of the things he pursues are crazy. That's perfectly appropriate in your own business. But so we'll get into that later. Oh, there's one other thing I wanted to hit you with. What was that? i got so many things in front of me. Oh, yeah. Uh, not only winning the lottery can ruin your life, it's likely, it almost always ruins your life, according to studies. And somebody out there won three quarters of a billion dollars last night. Uh, their lump sum will be about a half a billion, and then they pay taxes on that. So what do you get to keep? $300 million? That's an insane amount of money. Um, the state that the, the winner probably lives in, Massachusetts, you're not allowed to stay anonymous in that state. I didn't know it was a state-by-state situation. In some states, you can just stay anonymous. You can request that, don't, don't release my name. Uh, but you can have a trust claim it, so then that keeps you anonymous. So I guess, in effect, you can stay anonymous. If anybody who wins three-quarters of a billion dollars and puts their name out there is just looking to ruin their lives... <laughs> I mean, you're 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 counting on ruin in your life. Your life is ruined the moment you open your mouth. Within minutes, there would be people calling you. There would be people figuring out where you live to be in your driveway, knocking on your door, asking. Hey, I got for money. this idea for a restaurant. Okay, <laughs> now it's this thing where you come in and you cook your own food. Those would be annoying but easy to deal with. The person pushing their little kid up in a stroller or a wheelchair who's sick and dying or has some heinous disease who says uh. we can't get help. Will you help us? That would be nonstop also. Uh, It would be tough to deal with. And then all your friends and family, like we talked about yesterday. Every one of them, your brothers, your sisters, your parents would all be thinking, okay, we're going to get a little something, and then waiting for the phone to ring, and then how come you you can give me money? And if you haven't, they're going to hate you. I would take some of my millions. I would uh, construct some sort of American ninja-style obstacle course. Only people who can complete the obstacle course can even approach me to ask for money. (laughs) Just put some sort of barrier to entry on that. Can you scale a 20-foot wall using nothing but your hands and feet? If you can't, you're not going to ask me for money. Yeah, you're not. Come back to me when you can. Um, but So then if you do the whole anonymous thing, do you not tell anybody? 
You actually don't, you don't tell. I think you shouldn't even tell your husband or your wife. I know. <laughs> like, should I tell my mom? God, I don't think you do. I don't think you do. I don't think you tell anyone. If you, if say you're a woman, you tell your husband, he's going to, he's got ideas now for spending a ton of it. And, 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 and then pretty quickly he's thinking, I need a newer, hotter, younger model of, uh, of wife or girlfriend. And then you're thinking the same thing. I think you keep it a secret from everyone. Yeah. I couldn't imagine doing the press conference thing. The only thing these people haven't thought, put much thought into it and they get swept up in the, in the madness of the, the lottery of the seems to seek out dullards also. It's like it's got like a magnet. Well, it's a tax that's for people who are bad at math, right? <laughs> uh, well, I you know, I hated to go there. I think there is a I think there is a certain sort of person that tends to play the lottery. It's not exclusive, oh. right? Right. But there is a tendency for people who play the lottery a, a, a lot, and that so I statistically it would make sense on why a lot of the times when you see the big lottery winners, they uh, they seem to be of. Uh, uh, lower deep thought. <laughs> you got to be in it to win it, Sean. <laughs> and so, so they end up married to a stripper forty years younger than them, who takes all their money, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, if you've ever seen any of those documentaries, but your neighbor winning the lottery ruins your life too, according to a study. We'll do that later. Um, kind of interesting. The person in Massachusetts who won three quarters of a billion has not come forward. We got a new world's worst humanitarian disaster. I'll hit that briefly because it's depressing, but it's it's interesting. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.